Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rocky Does Hair podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your lovely host, Raquel, aka Rocky Does Hair. Thank you to all of you for your support. I am so excited to be doing this. Uh, This is the first ever episode of my first podcast, and I'm honored that you chose to listen. Um, I've been thinking about doing this for a while now and finally had the courage to do it. Uh, One of my closest friends, uh, Tino Killed It, had started one recently and for his music, and he gave me the motivation to start my own. Uh, This podcast will basically be about myself and you all getting to know me and me sharing some of my experiences through my professional life, uh, if not more my personal life, past and present. Um, I'm actually turning 30 this year in August. Shout out to all my Virgos. And it's true what they say. Um, You kind of reflect back on when you approach a birthday like this, you kind of reflect on the last decade of your life. And uh, man, I feel I feel like I've been through a lot, uh, good and bad. Um, yeah, it's just been a crazy last ten years, and um, I've been super blessed for sure. Uh, but I've also had some hardships, which everyone goes through, right? Life gets crazy sometimes, and basically, all I want out of this podcast is to just give someone something to hear and relate to. Because truthfully, I feel like that is what we all desire in our life, right, is just to feel heard. Um, This will also be amazing and healing for me because I plan on talking about some things that are very personal to me and some things that nobody knows, um, things that I have never shared before. Um, I I plan to be a thousand percent transparent and open and honest Um, I'm also going to have some guest speakers and yeah, I'm excited for what's to come. Thank you. All right. So let's get to it. Who the hell am I? (laughs) Once again, my name is Raquel. Um, some know me as Rocky. Um, I go by either one. Honestly, I actually have a shit ton of nicknames. My family has called me Rocky ever since I was little and my closest friends call me Rack. Uh, I'm from a little big city called Tracy here in California. This is where I grew up. Uh, It's a small town in the Central Valley, just right outside the Bay Area. We're about an hour from the city, and we're right in between, uh, like, the Bay Area and Sacramento. Uh, Growing up here wasn't too bad, uh, even though, yeah, there wasn't much to do. But it's grown a lot, and honestly, after traveling to big cities like New York and stuff, like, I really appreciate the small town vibe that Tracy has. Uh, It's grown a lot, and it's a really nice place to build a family, too. Uh, Speaking of family, I have two daughters who are 11 years old, identical twin girls. Their names are Kaylee and Macy, and they're the absolute loves of my life. I I had them at a young age. I was 18 when I had them. Uh, I was fresh out of high school. Uh, They've been my day ones and my motivation in life. Uh, I do hair. (laughs) If you couldn't tell, um, I'm a hairstylist, or the fancy term, cosmetologist. I get to make people feel pretty for a living, and it's hands down the most rewarding and amazing industry to be a part of, and I know some of you listening are stylists yourselves and would agree with me that our profession is pretty damn cool. Um, 
uh, not only do we get to be creative and do some dope hair, but we get to build relationships with people on a daily and all the while changing their lives and making them feel beautiful and making them feel good about themselves. Um, I honestly don't think it gets any better than that. Um, I've been in the industry for a little over three years now. Uh, my salon home is located right in the middle of downtown Tracy. It's called Mood on 10th, uh, M-O-O-D on 10th, Mood on 10th. Uh, if you're not following us on IG yet, please do so uh, because I'm not going to lie. We, we do some pretty dope hair. Uh, we've got some really good talent. And uh, Mood was born a little over four years ago. But uh, I'd say within the last two years is when things have really started to pick up for us. And uh, we're gaining you know a lot of momentum and stuff, which is really awesome. Um, we have about seven service providers and two front desk experts. Um, we are, in my opinion, the definition of a small but mighty team. Um, we're also a summit salon, which summit is a program that helps grow and coach independent salons and helps, you know, guide them and gives them tools in order to be successful behind the chair. Um, it teaches us how to work smarter and not harder, uh, how to make money. And um, we have a business coach who comes every quarter and helps plan our goals with us. Uh, she looks over our you know, numbers and helps guide us in areas that we can improve. Um, yeah, shout out to Roberta. She's been uh, she's our business consultant. She has been amazing and she's been a huge part of my journey thus far in the industry. So, yeah. Now, a lot of times I get asked, why hair? Or what made me decide to do hair for a living? Uh, I wish I could say that I always, quote, knew that I was going to do hair. Um, uh, I actually originally, when I was younger, I originally wanted to be a teacher. My mom was a teacher's aide, and I would go with her to work all the time when I was little. Um, I used to love going to work with her and being at the school and stuff. Um, once I realized that I didn't really like kids, <laughs> I kind of threw that out the window. Uh, but I will say that hair was something that was always in me I guess you could say um there's it's, it's actually really cute there's some footage of me when I was little I must have been like four or five years old and I'm playing beauty salon with my grandpa it was like the cutest thing ever uh, my mom says that that was like an indication that I was meant to do hair um yeah she always believed in me from day one um it kind of just like I guess started when I was like in middle school and I would just find myself like always doing my hair <laughs> like whether it was like straightening it curling it or just like doing different styles with it uh, I would spend hours in the bathroom for like no reason just doing my hair all the time um I it didn't matter if I was going anywhere or not <laughs> but uh, my favorite part of the day was getting up and getting ready for school in the morning um, I would wake up super early just to do my hair. Uh, I always kept it in the back of my head, like, you know, if you don't figure out what you want to do by the time you graduate high school, just just go to beauty school. That, just go to beauty school. 
So right out of high school, I found out that I was pregnant. And I was super young at the time. I was 18. Um, and I kind of just, you know, did the whole mom thing for a bit. Like once they were born, I stayed at home with them. And I really enjoyed being at home with them. They were such good babies. And I, I miss that time when it was just me and them at home when they were little. Uh, once they were about seven months old, I decided to go back to school and I kind of just was like, you know, I'll just go to just a community college. Like, I'll just go do something, you know. Um, and I even started the whole process, you know, application process for that. And right before I was finished with the last bit of registration, I found out about Adrian's Beauty College. That was, it was new in the Tracy area. And I applied so fast. I was like, screw this, you know, community college, I'm going to go to Adrian's, and um, my mom was there with me, too, when I signed up, um, she was there also to help me out with my kids, and she helped out a lot, you know, as far as, you know, babysitting, and then my daughter's dad and his family were super supportive and super involved, and which I'm so grateful for, you know, I was able to leave my girls, you know, with people that I trusted, and people that they trusted, um, I'm really glad I was able to have that help during that time in beauty school. Uh, <clears throat> also, I was on welfare at the time, uh, receiving, you know, assistance, and that was really helping me pay for school. Um, I really enjoyed school, actually. I met up, got to meet a lot of amazing girls and people that I've, you know, still keep in touch with to this day. Um, I had really good teachers, uh, shout out to Miss Cheryl, if you're listening to this, I love you, uh, and once I completed my 1600 hours, I got my certificate and, you know, graduated and proceeded to not do shit with hair for the next five years after that. Yep, after graduation, I did not do anything with hair for the next five years. Um, that's really just from fear, fear of not knowing where to start, knowing how to start. Like, I mean, I remember like I would apply at places, you know, like Supercuts or, you know, ask them if they were looking for an assistant. Um, but honestly, I would just talk myself out of it, um, you know, I would tell myself, like, you can't afford, you know, to rent a station. You don't have any clientele built. Um, how are you going to afford daycare? You know, like, just all this, all this shit, right? Like, all these excuses. Um, and then I just, like, put it on the back burner. I didn't even proceed, you know, with that. Um, fast forward to five years later, um, at this point, I had been through a lot of jobs, um, mainly in customer service. I worked as a barista. I worked at a gym. I worked at fast food places. Uh, the most uh, consistent job, though, that I had was when I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out to B-dubs. Uh, even though I kept hearing, like, the voice in the back of my head, like, you should go back and get your license. You should go back and get your license. Like, you went to school you know, you paid all that money, you know, you should go back and do it. 
and I even had my mom in my ear like you know you should go back and do it you should go back and do it and I always just kind of brushed it off you know I was just like you know yeah like I'll get to that you know eventually um I had a boyfriend at the time uh right around this was probably like in 2003 I'm sorry 2013 (laughs) 2013 uh I had a boyfriend at the time that surprisingly enough he did hair, uh, but he was a mobile stylist, though. Like, he traveled to houses to do their hair, and I would sometimes go with him uh, to these, you know, these people's houses, and I just remember thinking, like, how impressive it was for him to do that and, like, the effort that he put into his work, like, traveling to places around, you know, the Bay Area or, you know, cutting hair and stuff. Um, I thought that was really cool, and... I'll never forget the pivotal moment of me making the executive decision to go back and do hair. I remember I was on the phone with him, with my boyfriend at the time, and I remember him telling me about, like, his vision for himself and where he saw his career going and, you know, the money that he wanted to be making and stuff. I just remember, like, thinking to myself, like, like, damn, like, I want to be a part of that. You know, I want to contribute to this dream, you know, and it was like right then and there. Like I decided, like, I'm going to go back and get my license. I'm going to do it. Um, I don't even think like I told him about that, about how he was like a very like pivotal moment in my career. So for the next six months, once I decided to get my license, I was like, okay, I, I got to buckle down. Like I got to study, study, study. And I did for the next six months after that, I studied my little ass off. <laughs> and uh, remember at this time, it had already been like five years later, you know, since I had done anything hair related. Uh, I literally had to relearn everything from scratch. Um, I would go to baristas every day. Shout out to my favorite coffee shop, baristas. Uh, I would go there and I would just study for hours. Um, I would take notes. I would make flashcards. I would uh, listen to videos. I would just do everything. Um, I went back to my old beauty school too to talk to Miss Cheryl. And she gave me some old textbooks and uh, a study guide and really coached me. And she even did some drills with me, which was really cool. Um, And I remember the day before my test, I was nervous as fuck. (laughs) I was so nervous. Um, Every stylist knows that feeling that I'm talking about, like the night before your test where you just can't eat, can't sleep. Uh, You're like rereading all your notes over and all your flashcards over like 30 times, um, losing out on sleep. But yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I passed, (laughs) Um, and on the first try, which is great, um, I was so happy. I cried, (laughs) and my mom was there, too, of course, and she was super proud of me as well. So, fast forward to about a year later, after getting my license, um, I was still not working in a salon. I, once again, fear kicked in, only this time it was more about like, what kind of salon to apply at, like, wondering, like, what to look for. I I definitely knew that I wanted a salon that would be patient with me because 
I definitely knew that I had to start from the bottom. Um, and luckily, God works in mysterious ways. I and, Okay, and this is how I found my salon home. I One day I was sitting outside of my uh, coffee shop baristas, and I told myself I should go get a haircut. Uh, I called one salon, but they weren't taking walk-ins for the rest of the day. And then I looked over, and I was like, you know what? Let me try this salon out right here. It was, like, right next door to the coffee shop. And I just said, like, screw it. I'll go in there. And I walked in and made a reservation with one of the stylists that was there at the time. And uh, she was as she was cutting my hair, we got to talking about the industry. And I told her about how I was licensed, and but that I had never worked in a salon before. And I told her my worries, too, for, like, starting out, you know, and my fears and stuff. And she explained the whole um, how her salon, uh, a.k.a. Mood, would, has a program that would start you off as an associate. And she was explaining to me how it worked and suggested that I inquire about a position. So I did. And uh, shout out to Rebecca, by the way. Um, over at Versailles she was also a very pivotal moment in my career Um, she was the one that suggested I apply and she got the meeting set up with the owner Latoya Um, but the bad news is that (laughs) I didn't show up to my interview (laughs) I know I know I missed my interview and I blew it Um, honestly I can tell you why I missed the interview probably over some dumb shit um once again, fear and but excuses. Um, but I got so lucky because a couple months later, like I had just chalked that off like as a loss. I was like, I blew that, you know, um, kicking myself for it and stuff. But a couple months later, I was actually hanging out with Rebecca and she mentioned applying again and mentioned to reach out to LaToya. And so I did. And she agreed to meet with me, and guess what? I didn't miss my interview this time. Um, I'm beyond grateful that she gave me a second chance because, let's be honest, she had every reason not to. Um, But I'm so glad that she did, and I haven't looked back since. So when I started off in the salon, I started off as an associate. I worked alongside LaToya. Um, I was her associate, not assistant meaning that it was more of a hands-on training. Like, I got to work with her on her clients. Um, So a little about the Summit program and how our salon works and what exactly uh, Summit means. Um, Every new hire starts off as an associate. Every new hire at Mood starts off as an associate. Um, You're an associate for about four weeks or so, and then after that, you get to promote to like your first opportunity shift where you gradually start taking clients, you know, a couple days a week, a day or two during the week. You're still working with LaToya though on the other days during the week. Um, And once uh, you're ready, then you move on to level one. And, you know, at every level you have goals that you have to meet. So after level one is level two, then three, and then four, and then the highest level is four AA which at 4AA, you're eligible to have your own associate, which that's what I'm striving for. Um, So every level has their own set of goals, and it's all performance-based. So the faster and more consistent you meet your goals, the faster you promote. 
So, and our goals are, for example, uh, like service numbers, uh, retail numbers, your average ticket, your number of rebooks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I am currently a level three. Um, I'm super proud of getting this far. And as of right now, I'm working on really branding myself and polishing up my technical skills as well as my business skills. So life behind the chair and as a hairstylist has been nothing short of amazing and fulfilling. The amount of support you get from being in this field is like no other. Uh, Stylist supporting stylists is a whole movement. Uh, It's really like one big family, like we're one big family because we all go through the same experiences behind the chair. Uh, We all experience things like fear, doubt, uh, nerves, uh, vulnerability, uh, learning how to balance work and life, uh, just in general. Um, but we also experience like great things like building relationships with people, uh, building like strong bonds with your guests. And, uh, you may even experience, have experienced like some breakdowns, like good and bad. Um, I can definitely say that I've experienced a lot of appreciation really like I've grown to appreciate the craft so much and um, really learning how to be vulnerable and you know being open to things and pushing myself Um, I'm not gonna lie though sometimes it's not easy for sure Um, I know a lot of you can relate to that sometimes you have to fuel your own fire and It's often hard because sometimes you don't feel like you have anything to give. Um, Us as service providers, we're we're givers, you know, hairstylists. That's just what we do. We're givers. Um, That's what we do on a daily basis, you know, give our guests our best selves and uh, which is awesome, you know, but we often tend to forget how to feel that fire And we forget to take care of ourselves, too, all the while taking care of others. Um, But that's what we're going to touch base on throughout the course of this series, through this podcast. Just learning how to navigate through life, really, and life behind the chair. I'll share some life experiences as well that helped me get to where I am now and how I've learned to utilize those experiences and use them behind the chair. Well, guys, that concludes episode one of the Rocky Does Hair podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate all the support, and I would really love your feedback on this, guys. Like, please let me know what you think. Um, maybe even, you know, if you've got some topic ideas that you want me to discuss or any questions you may have for me, I could address it on here. Uh, hit me up on IG and let me know what you think. Um, Yeah, much love. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.